need to turn this way. So first off, thank you. Thank you, my brother man, for taking the time out to tap into the Richie Moon show. Alright, no doubt, no doubt. Anytime. Yeah, man. So first off, um, please so for those of you who don't know, this brother right here is um the one of the creators of the first conscious uh uh, sportswear brand in the community. Um, so let's start from the beginning. Um, well, well, first off, uh, where are you at now? You you in Atlanta, right? I am in ATL. I'm in the Westin. I'm in Action Culture, which is uh, one of the spots I have my product in. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at. All right. So to only, I like to I like to say for us to appreciate where we're at uh, now, we got to go back to where it started. So. Uh, where did all of this start? Are you from Atlanta? Where are you originally from? I'm um, actually from the Warners. Me and my uh, my homeboy, we both from the Warners, mm-hmm. um, and we basically started athletics together. You know, a couple years ago, about three to four years ago. Okay. So, what was what was the um the inspiration? I mean, I know you combine um like you know the 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 symbology of our past and current. Uh, with like sports wherever like what was like the influence what made you like what made you and your homeboy just be like yo why why don't we combine you know what I'm saying the two what, what was the inspiration behind that um I mean it was kind of just you know elevating on our conscious journey mm-hmm. and you know shit just started um you know coming together as far as like Kaepernick stuff happened uh with the kneeling and everybody was like yeah they 40 million dollar slaves they playing the NFL boom 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 um you know, and, and, and other stuff, the, a lot of the Trayvon stuff uh, started happening, the Mike Browns, and all that started happening. And then a couple of years later, Gucci and Burberry, you know, they put their ass out there. You know, it's like, we don't really give a shit about you. I'm saying we're going to, you know, make you buy our T-shirts for $1,200 and then put some blackface on it. So it kind of like all that came together. Um, and that's just one to have exclusive stuff personally. You know, having our own exclusive gear, right. you know, and, and um, doing our own thing and, and looking a certain way, you know, and just meshing that together with the love of sports and, and our conscious journey, uh, it all just rolled into one, and we decided to start the brand. Okay. So, take me back. So, you're in New Orleans. Do you remember the first piece of clothing that you and your partner came up with? So, actually, um, I've been... In Atlanta since the hurricane, so that was like oh five. Oh, okay, but I mean, okay. we boys for, for you know most most of our lives, mm-hmm. um, and kind of just coming up, you know, running with each other, you know, and and I was in ATL, you know, for a minute, like I said, but um, you know, I tried different things as far as brand wise myself personally, you know, doing doing different type of brands and creating brands that never really stuck. Uh, one because social media wasn't around at that particular time, so mm-hmm. you know it wasn't as easy to get your brand into different places and different spaces and get it in front of people unless you knew some celebrities. Right, um, right, right. So all the brands previous to to what I've done now kind of didn't hit because of that particular reason. And then my homeboy he actually went to Houston versus. Um, you know, after the hurricane. Mm-hmm. And so we, we kept in contact, you know, here and there. You know, we would chop it up on the phone and realize that we was, you know, actually on the same path, you know, as far as just, you know, soaking into the information. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he was doing some T-shirts and stuff like that. And then one day he just sent me a graphic 
uh, for the Kim and Hey Rules. Um, this one right here, matter of fact, he sent me the graphic for that. You know, and I just looked at it and it just sparked in my head. Like, we need to do something. You know, we need to, like, you know, make this real big. You know, let's, let's, let's throw a few other ancestors out there. You know, um, you know, Morris Knights, you know, Nat Turner. So we just came together and started naming ancestors and, and mixing together colors of popular teams already. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, coming up with logos and then just decided what we was going to put it on. You know, we started off with, with, um, with hats. Um, we start with like regular snapback hats and, and uh, vinyl vinyl t-shirts. You know, he pressed these. We just got the transfers, put them on tees. So that was our first run. Nice. You know, putting tees and hoodies and having actual, you know, the snapback hats we got from manufacturers. So, so, so around this time, this is what around? You said after the after uh, the hurricane. Probably season. like um, well, well, when we started the brand was more, or, or when the idea started making a. Uh, fruition it's probably more like um 2016 2015 okay you know um it's when we started kind of putting our ideas together and and, and joining them and seeing where we was gonna go with it's probably 2015 um and then 2016 was was probably when we got our first run of actual merchandise okay um i remember that was the first um like november of 2016 that's when i first met Physically, uh, red pill and blue pill. Okay. Understand? I I, I ended at their birthday party, nice. and I was the first one I met them physically. Um, you know, we've been rocking ever since. You know, saying they really are inspirations. You know, especially with uh the Kings County brand. I was looking at that before we even started our brand. You know, so it was definitely inspiration to us. So, and and you met them. They had a party down in Atlanta, or you came up to New York? Yeah. They had a party in Atlanta in 2016, okay. a birthday party. Okay. Um, and I vended at the party. Um, I believe Red Pill was releasing Scorpion King. Mm. Um, and I was like, yeah, let me go vending. Let's see what's up. You know, meet him in person because I've been following their work, you know, um, ever since, you know, I discovered YouTube. You know, I I, I was listening to, uh, you know, Phil Valentine, Bobby Hammett's. You know, it's our netters and everybody who came through that channel. Right. You know, and it kind of stuck with me because, you know, they, they spit the information, they decoded the information. It was more of a of a hip-hop style. It wasn't necessarily like, you know, with that shikis on and, and, you know, all super traditional and stuff like that. Right. It was something that I could uh, relate to a little bit more, you know, the higher level of information. Because, you know, me and, me and my homeboys, you know, we always came up but we was, you know, into books and stuff like that. You know, reading uh, Behold the Pale Horse, mm-hmm. uh, reading Dashley Williams books and stuff like that. My homeboy Huey and my homeboy Nat, rest in peace. You know, we always kind of was into the information, mm-hmm. you know, but we wasn't in New York. So it was, it was a little different. So we never got to get the Malachi Yorks face to face. Right, um, right. All, all the other people that was in and why. So you know, is, we was water, so it was a little different. But we still was into the... The, the, I guess you could say we was we was we was a little woke back then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, um, just by listening to Nas and and Mob Deep and other rappers, mm-hmm. uh, Cam from the West Coast, uh, who would spit knowledge and throw little jewels in there, you know, and we'll look it up, you know, like oh okay, and then we'll go read the book, you know, the, on a subject matter and shit like that. So mm-hmm. that's kind of where we was at, and then the YouTube era came in around what oh five oh six oh yeah. seven. Um, and I, and I think the first video I, I saw, you know, was, was was not maybe the first, but like 
I watched the Zeitgeist movie and I was like, oh yeah. Okay, okay I got you close. And then I, I saw Phil Valentine when he broke down The Matrix. Mm. I'm like, ooh, you know, that, that's the real one right there. So that's, yeah. I just started, you know, watching all the videos, Bobby Hammond, Dabba Blair, you know, and, and, and then went on the Sarnetta run and saw the pills and, you know, Ali Muhammad and all them. And, you know, just progressed from there. So it's interesting. So I'm from New York, so I kind of had an advantage of kind of just being there close. So you said you've seen them on YouTube, but do you do you particularly remember? Like you, you mentioned, you brought up um Beyond the Pale Horse. Do you remember like that first piece of information that you got that really kind of got you like yo, what is? I need to I need to dig deeper. Like was it something? I mean, that it, it was you? really the, the the rappers, you know, like like Mob Deep and Nas, you know, when when when, when Prodigy. Uh, mentioned, you know, uh, Havoc mentioned sniff the, uh, what do you say, sniff the coke off the dollar bill, or the pyramid, eye off the pyramid of the dollar bill. Yeah. You know, when he said that line, I looked at the dollar bill, you know, and that just really sparked my mind right there, you yeah. know, when I saw that, like, okay, you know what I'm saying, because all, you know, mostly through life, they teach you, you know, uh, when you're indoctrinated, uh, and, 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 you know, Bible and stuff like that, they teach you to be against Egypt or comedic symbols, you know, right. for whatever reason. But, you know, when I started researching, I'm like, man, Egypt is in Africa, you know, so that's African, that's black people, so why are we shying away from that? Why are we shying away from that greatness? That you know, and, and then, you know, when they started putting out the, the Illuminati stuff and said that Egypt was tied to that as well. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with the pills and, and other cats on Sarnetta's channel when, and Phil Valentine and uh, Steve Freeman now and just other uh, Dr. Henry Clark you know, uh, all Dr. Times. Benz. All legends. Who we naming them all? It, kinda, uh, <laughs> it, it, it got us to thinking, well, you mm -hmm. know, just to be a little bit more, you know, receptive to, to open to different things because right. it gave us the mindset of, yeah, we're the original man. So everything on the earth that's created essentially came from us. So we, you know, studied information and, 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 and it tried to reach that high level. That's what's up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm down, down with all that. I'm down with all that. I'm down with all that. So you meet Red and Pill. You event for a party in 2016. The day, who, who was the first person that you seen that you had like kind of watched and said, who was the first person you seen actually like wear your stuff or promote or, pr or promote any of your um, stuff? I mean, it was definitely blue. Um, it was blue pill. Mm -hmm. And I believe that, um, I think that night, Brett probably copped a hat for me. Okay. I think Blue copped the hat, the Dogon hat, and uh, Blue copped, copped the uh, yellow Kimmy Hay rules, mm. you know? And it was, it was them, them two, you know what I'm saying? The twins. They basically was the first ones I see, you know, from the, the, the YouTube that I've been watching, yeah. you know, that actually supported, you know? And, um, you know, from then on, you know, I've, I've met a nice amount of people that, that I've seen on YouTube, uh, Professor James Small, mm -hmm. you know, Professor Griff, he supports a lot, you know what I'm saying? He, he, yeah. he bought a few jackets. Um, I actually met, when we, when I actually met Professor Griff right outside of, uh, not Wadada's, uh, what is right next to Wadada's that where, 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 where Red and Blue have, um, where, where, where Red was on the Mondays? Yeah, 640, uh, 640 West, that's the Steelys. Another yeah. one of the school spots. Right. Uh, West. Yeah. I remember actually I was helping you bring the clothes in and I was sitting yeah. there just eating and then uh Professor Griff just happened to just 
to just pull up. So, so when they started wearing your clothing line, that's when you started to see like, like, um, I don't want to say success, but that's when you started to see your brand grow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, most definitely. Um, when when you know when when cats like that is is you know supporting you and you know um, putting your name out there, it's definitely a help. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely helping you reach uh, a little further than you were. Yeah. You know, it's it kind of it's kind of um, like if a rapper, you know, will put yours on, mm-hmm. put your clothing line on, it gives you that extra exposure um, to different people that you wouldn't have necessarily got to on your own. Right. You know, so I definitely appreciate all that um, from from Derek Grace to 19 Keys to uh, Ajna to to um, to Professor Griff, to everybody who supported, you know, Raheem Shabazz, all of them. Right, yeah, because you see, I see your clothing line throughout the entire community because it's such a, it's such a unique look. Like, I remember when I was first seeing it, I remember I had to do a couple of double takes. I was just like, because I, had, I, didn't, I didn't wrap my mind around the fact that you was basing it around a sports where I'm just seeing it for the first time. Then I'm just like, then I start to see it and I'm just like, oh, okay, I see the connection. So, Obviously, you are a sports fan being from New Orleans. What was one of the ones that you really like put like your fingerprint on? Like, um, are you are you a fan of, of New Orleans sports teams? Yeah, most definitely. I mean, if I'm going to rock with any sports team, I'm going to rock with the home team. Okay, right, you know, so right. thanks, thanks, of course, is, is, is you know, if I'm going to watch a football game, it's going to be the Saints. Mm-hmm. I'm a root for a football team, it's going to be the Saints. Um, and, and basketball is pretty much the same thing. You know, Zion Williams, the Pelicans, you know, I'm going to rock with them. I'm going to rock with home team all, all the way if I'm going to rock with any sports team, you know. But a lot of times they disappoint in like the last couple of years. So <laughs> i just been chilling, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't really try to get too much emotional into it, you know. But, you know, I'm definitely going to rock with the who that's going to rock with anything. Right. Shout out to Hippie Bray. She from NOLA. You know what I'm talking about? So, um... Yeah. Yo, you, I, I, you. For people who don't know, and for anybody that's just joined the chat, hey, my man Jeff, uh, one of the co-creators of the first uh, conscious sports brand wear. Um, this is definitely heavily hip hop influenced, and that's one of the reasons why I gravitated also to Red and Blue, also because they had that hip hop influence. They wasn't, just, you know, they weren't in the traditional suit and tie, and they, you know, what I'm saying I felt. Uh, close to them, like when they when, when they when they was talking their knowledge, you know what I'm saying? They were cursed. They were from New York, you know what I'm saying? I related to them the way they would give the knowledge. So I definitely, uh, I definitely, I definitely can see why they why they brought you, like you know what I'm saying, how you could relate to the knowledge they was kicking. So you brought it down to a, so you brought it to Atlanta. You was already in Atlanta by 2016, right? Yeah, yeah, I was in Atlanta. Okay, okay, and you know what I'm saying? His brother does the pop-up shops. He has a lot of photo shoots. I was looking at the pictures that you did from the um, from your last photo shoots. So um, you've um, it's not only just for men. Like you have a lot of women that model for your clothing line too. So how have the how have the queens uh, influenced your clothing line? Have you have you had women like come up to you like, hey, you know, like I see you doing things for the guys with the sportswear. Have you had women come up to you and like? And give you their input for for the clothing line. Um, yeah, most definitely. Um, you know, of course, you know, being a male, I'm gonna make stuff for me mm-hmm. first. And, well, both of us being a male, being males, you know, me and me and my uh, business partner Pike, mm-hmm. you know, we gonna do stuff for us first because shit, we know what we like to wear, we know what we wanna look like, 
You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we definitely saw the opportunity and saw the need that, you know, the goddess just needed something and, and they would come up and be like, you know, they would even purchase, you know, in the kid size, you know, just to have something. So mm-hmm. I felt like we needed to, um, you know, kind of make something specifically for them. Um, and they support, you know, they support definitely, you know, they buy stuff for the kids, they buy stuff for they, for they, um, for they man, you know, they buy stuff for themselves, right. you know, um, you know, we got a lot of support for females, you know, Mama Tastili, um, her, her daughter, um, as well as, um, Ajna from the Shifters. Yeah. So, you know, we definitely get support from the females and, and we, and we definitely appreciate all the goddesses who support us. You know, because they they basically make the um they create the attraction. You know what I'm saying? So even if a, if, if, you know, the certain lines I noticed that all the posters women. You know, even if they have men men scared, you know, so I definitely saw it as a thing that we needed to, you know, pay attention to, you know, something that we need to give a lot of thought to and definitely get some input. So, um, when we create stuff, I definitely you know, reach out, you know, ask, hey, hey, how do you like this? How does this look? You know, it, you know, would you wear this? And, you know, stuff like that. Right, right. Definitely, definitely makes sense. If there was, so, you know, obviously we're both fans of the hip-hop culture and all that. If there was any uh, hip-hop art, it don't even got to be just strictly um, based on hip-hop, but if it could be any artist that you could personally style, who would it be? And it, can, um, and it can be from the past or present. It doesn't have to be, you know what I'm saying? It could be, it could be big, you know, anybody, you, you know what I'm saying? The, the, there's no, uh, there's no limits on it. Well, I mean, I, I would probably, you know, want to holler at Nas, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he's probably one of my top artists, you know, he has a longevity, um, you know, he, he actually inspired some of, some of, you know, the awakening that I went through, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like he would represent the brand, right? You know, um, Probably be Nas and maybe if you know Kendrick Lamar just to touch a little bit of younger generation mm-hmm. and we go a little younger than that, maybe NLA Chopper, you know. Mm-hmm. So that'd probably be my three right there that I would that I would go for just to hit all different all different generations. Um and um as far as females, I know you asked me that, but you know, Sarah, no. she has been important too. That came to my mind. As well, Sarah and Soul Messiah, they have supported me as well. And I appreciate them. And I actually was at their concert last year. The, I think the last concert they had before the COVID really went crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they was on tour with Rhapsody. And they actually brought me backstage. And I was able to chop it up with Rhapsody, you know, and give her a few pieces. So definitely shout out to them. Right. So speaking of, well, shout out to all of them. Definitely shout out to all of them. So COVID has affected all of us in all different ways. Uh, has COVID, I, I seen the way that you move, has COVID actually helped your business with you being able to just be here with pop up shops and do this and do this and, and do online? How has COVID affected your business? Um, I don't know if it necessarily helped. Um, it, it, just, it just made me a little more uh, Adjust, adjusting or, you know, just made me a little bit more uh, able to adjust or ready to adjust. Right. Um, because when COVID hit, I was selling out of a um, uh, 
health food, health and juice bar with Dada. I was selling out of there, okay. you know, when COVID hit. Shout you know, and I've been there since its inception, basically. Mm-hmm. And by being a juice bar and a health food store slash grocery store, you know, uh, black female owned uh, Nalaj Maidot. Shout out to her as well. Um, it, it stayed open during the lockdown. So when everything was locked down, you know, that was still open. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like the only thing open. And it was the only thing open that was wavy and healthy and black owned. You know, so there was a bunch of vendors in there. You know, we all supported each other. We all, you know, helped each other out. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the spot stayed busy. You know, every weekend, you know, we'll have a, a vegan chef. Um, Agile Vegan will come there on, on Saturdays. You know, she still there, comes there on Saturdays. But, um, yeah, so it'll be a wave. There'll be a, a, a whole bunch of people coming through every weekend. You know, and I basically would, would have my stuff in the back. You know, people come through, they'll shop with me. You know, and I would, and I would custom make stuff, and, you know, to, to, to kind of tailor make it for the environment I was in. So I have t-shirts that say black and vegan because everything in the spot was vegan and it was black owned. So the majority of the customers were black and vegan. Mm-hmm. So I'll make hats customized to that. And I just started, you know, chopping it up with people, talking to people, saying what they liked, what they didn't like. You know, so it was an opportunity for me you know, on a daily basis to get a a, 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 focal, a focus group or a focal group mm-hmm. to to kind of tell me what they liked and what they didn't like, really? you know, so I could make certain moves or particular moves. And it was steady. Um, it was steady, you know, where people would, I would always catch sales and stuff like that because I was in that particular spot, you know, and there was people always coming through, you know, because of the juice bar and, and, and you know, COVID, so a lot of people was looking for that healthy solution, mm-hmm. you know, and it was basically us open and Walmart open, you know, so if you wanted to catch something wavy, you wanted to catch something healthy, then you would come to the West End, you know, we'll have the DJ in the back, we wouldn't try to blow it up too much, put the DJ in the front, but we'll still have the DJ yeah. rocking up in I the COVID. Yeah. So it was kind of like, if you want to catch a vibe on a Saturday or any, uh, any day of the week, you know, you'll roll on into Wadada, you know, versus going to Walmart or, or sitting at home or, or going on your live if you just want to breathe some fresh air, yeah. you know, get up. And then you can grab you some ginger shots. You can grab you, um, you know, some turmeric. You can grab you some, some cayenne. So it kind of it kind of made it uh, it kind of made it work that particular yeah. spot. And I, and I know this from personal experience. I was down there several times throughout the summer, and I remember it would, you know, with daughters would kind of be like the pregame, you know what I'm saying? We going over there, showing love to the vendors over there, eating, and then we go right over to 640 to Mama Tassili's, and that would usually be the event, whether it be Mel on the Mondays or a lecture that Red or Blue and AA was putting on. And it was just like that. It was definitely a vibe, had a DJ out there. You know, and it was just, you know, it, was kind, it kind of reminded me, I always say, you know, the, in New York, the, the focus of consciousness was definitely on 125. And from my experience, from seeing it in 125, seeing their live action in person, I definitely feel like that energy has shifted to Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? And going to Wadada's and, you know what I'm saying, seeing you in the back, seeing, you know, the food being there, seeing people just having conversations near the DJ in front of it. It reminds me of one, two, fifth, but just like on a larger scale, because what I've seen from my experience, my perspective going down there is just that, you know, when the, when the, when the shift of consciousness kind of went down to Atlanta, y'all was looking at it like, I, right, 
you know, yeah, we got Hebrew Israelites, we got Muslims, we got Christians, we got Inuit, we got people that practice their different faiths. But what I realized, the common denominator in Atlanta is that people was just like, yo, we're in this position, we're in this financial position, and we all need to kind of get on code with this. You know what I'm saying? We need to support each other, and we doesn't matter who believes in what. We need to all financially support each other. And from my experience, from what I've seen, that was what really was bringing down the people in Atlanta together. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? With you, Mama Tassili, Wadadas, all the other black owned businesses, uh, you know what I'm saying? The um, the bonfires they have on Fridays, all the the, 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 the black owned businesses that were around that, everybody was there supporting each other. And that was the biggest difference that I seen from being in New York and experiencing it. Everybody was coming together and supporting each other because they realized the the predicament, the, the realize the predicament that we're in, you know what I'm saying? We can argue about whose God is right later, you know what I'm saying? We realize we gotta get this money right so, you know what I'm saying, we can have our own, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I really wanted to have, you know what I'm saying, um, you on the show because you're a very important part of this, you know what I'm saying? All of us, we all care about our, our clothing and our wear, you know what I'm saying? Our wardrobe is a big representation of who we are. So for you to take sports and for you to take iconic iconography from Kemet or from Nat Turner or whatever and to put that into one, man, it's such a unique and dope blend, man. I, I love it. I wish I had the hat on. It's back in New York. I just actually moved uh, to Miami. But um, I'm going to definitely, uh, I'm a definitely uh, stop by... Yeah, man, I'm down here in Miami, man. Miami's nice, man. <laughs> down there, right? Huh? adjusted the business um, with COVID. You know, everybody kind of had to adjust their business and what they was doing to, to, to COVID. If anybody got any questions, you can definitely, uh, you can definitely tap in. Um, what are, you know what I'm saying? Your, your, the clothing line is based off history. Is there anybody in particular in history, if you could, if you had a chance to sit down and chop it up with and maybe style some of the clothes, is there any, uh, any legendary historical figures that you would like to chop it up with and you know style lay clothes? Um, I mean, I don't know if I could necessarily style them, mm -hmm. but I would like to chop it up with um with Marcus Garvey mm -hmm. and Malcolm X. So I think that you know by them being so close in proximity as far as time wise, mm -hmm. um, but but not you know necessarily um, but still you know in a different in a whole different era. Right. You know, it can give perspective 
you know, and what they accomplished and what they did in that particular era without the social media, mm-hmm. you know, uh, was was amazing to me. You know, I definitely like to hear, you know, what what was going on with Malcolm, you know, during his time, and and also uh, Marcus Garvey. You know, I think that would be my top two, right there. Definitely, yeah. They, they they were close in proximity, but they occupied two two different spaces. But sometimes it seemed like they did. Um, what was if if uh, uh, there's a lot of things going on in the world right now? What's your what, what's your what, what's your opinion on um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what's your opinion on, on crypto? And you know, a lot of things are pivoting. You know what I'm saying? What, what's your opinion on on, on crypto? And also, what's what's your opinion on all this new information we're getting? You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? They, they're declassifying files about, you know what I'm saying, UFOs. You know what I'm saying? A lot of our uh, tombs and ancient Kemet are are you know being revealed and things like that. What are, what are your thoughts on the on the current events of the world? Um, I mean, you know the the the, the Bitcoin uh, crypto thing. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, I. I didn't know when I first was hearing about it, you know, from, from Red and Blue, when they first mentioned it, I was like, cool, you know, but I didn't know how to get to it. I didn't know how to purchase it. I didn't know how to purchase stock at, at that particular time. So, right. you know, I was kind of clueless. I was, you know, like, okay, you know, and then as it, as it progressed on, you know, and, and more it, more people started talking about it, you know, and I still didn't understand it. So I, I never really put anything into it, right. you know, but then we hit the catch app where you could just like flip a switch, you know, and throw $20 in there. I was like, okay, let me, let me go ahead and throw something in there. Right. You know, I think it was like at 10, at 10, um, at 10 bands when I first, you know, put something in there, mm-hmm. you know, bought a piece or whatever. And then I was like, okay, it's moving kind of fast. Let me go ahead and throw some more in there and stuff like that. So really with the cat, with the, with the cash app, that kind of got me more into it because it was so easy. Right. And then having the apps on your phone where you could get Robinhood and Webull. You know, I got into the other little crypto, and I'm still no, not nothing close to an expert, and I don't even fully understand it. Mm-hmm. But I understand that when you put your money in the bank, and you might get twenty five cent for a thousand dollars in a year, and I'm getting like two hundred fifty dollars in, in a week, you know, extra right. on a thousand. <laughs> like that makes a little bit more sense to me, you know. What I'm saying, right. so, so just, the, just the numerical fact of of that had me had me uh, wanting to mess with that particular thing. Um, have people tried to pay you? Have he, has anybody tried to uh, have offered to pay you in Bitcoin for clothing like that yet? Uh, nobody has yet, okay. you know. But I will take it, you know. If that's all they got, if they want to cash out me some bitcoins. Right. Um, they will, you know, shoot me some some eight. eight What's the other one? Ethereum. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Any of the ones that's going up or on the way up, you know, I would take it. Right. You know, I wouldn't be opposed to that, you know. Um, yeah, pay with Bitcoin. <laughs> if we can uh, figure out or maybe, you know, the website, when they decide, when they start, you know, making a register where people can throw Bitcoins, you know, pay with Bitcoins, that would definitely be something that we'll look into as an option. Or even having some exclusive gear that you only can buy with bitcoins or something like that mm. you know all that you know on the table you know with the technology that's that's available today i'm not a super tech guy but you know i do like futurism and stuff like that so you know when, when advanced 
stuff comes about, you know, I want to know about it. I might necessarily not know how to how to figure or work it and all that good stuff at the particular time. Mm-hmm. But I know there's experts and there's blurs and there's other people who gonna who gonna have all that information and create what we need to create. Right. I want to be there when they create it so I can support it. You know, especially if it's if it's uh, coming from somebody melanated. You know what I'm saying? Because we can create our own. You know, just like you know, we got Clubhouse to that Billy. You know, we can get our own joint and, and create that. You know, get together and support that, and, and uh, you know, go all the way up. Facts. So if there's any, if there's any um, up and coming entrepreneurs in there, any any up and coming fashion designers in there, anybody that's uh, you know, yeah, like you know, entrepreneurs that want to start their own business, do you have any advice for them? Because you have been quite successful even throughout COVID with, you know, you pivoted through COVID and doing your thing. And do you have any advice for, for anybody um, maybe wanting to follow a similar path of yours or just that, that, that want to start a business? Do you have any advice for them? Um, I mean, I would say this, it's no time like the now. You know, it's the beginning of the year. You know, um, get your LLC, you know. Go to go to whatever website you need to, or go to whatever lawyer you need to, or go to the Secretary of State of your state. Get your LLC, you know, because even if you have a, a nothing LLC with nothing in it or no idea what you're gonna do, you know, you could have got money last year if you you know if you knew how to put your numbers in the system, or you know you put your numbers in the system and you had an LLC, you could have got money last year for free. So I would say if you have any ideas of, of business, you know, or, or you know you eventually want to start a business or own a business, mm-hmm. the best thing I would say is, is, is go ahead, put your LLC in. Because I did my first LLCs in 20, uh, 2007. Yo, wow. You know, I put two LLCs in. I put one in for music, uh, for a record label, and then I put one in for a clothing line. Because mm-hmm. I knew there were two things that I eventually, you know, wanted to do. And stuff that I've been dreaming about since I was, you know, in high school and middle school. I know I wanted to do music. I know I wanted to, you know, do clothes. Mm-hmm. So in 2007, I just decided to, you know, make it official. You know, even if I wasn't putting up music out, doing anything with it, or making clothes that was selling, I said, if I have the LLCs in place, then that's one step I don't have to, you know, I don't have to take. Right. You know what I'm saying? So... That's 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 my advice. Uh, if you want to do anything as far as clothing line or, or fashion wise, um, I would say you know get your LLC first. But you know just start off with something basic. You know not try to go too overboard or, or, or extra with it. You know start off with the basic T. You know a logo on a T or a slogan on a T, and see what hits. You know it's first it's 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 semi inexpensive. You know to do that first little run. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you can kind of test the waters and see what people feel about it, just in case you got to switch gears and try something else. You know, because, you, you know, if people not buying it, it doesn't make sense for you to get a hundred of them. Right. You know, you get five, ten, twenty, you know, and see what hits. You know, you sell half of those, then you know, you know, in a particular amount of time, then you know, you know, you got the right price point, you got something that's going, right. and you keep on going with it. Um, now, as far as you... Uh, I, I do uh, manufacturing as well. I have a embroidery machine. You know, a hat behind me right here. You know, I stitched all these hats right here. So if you want something stitched on a hat, you can come to me. 
Go to the Broadway page and I can I can do some embroidery work for you. If you want to stitch on a t-shirt or, you know, anything stitched, I can handle that. You know, if you're just starting off and want to do something. And also, if you want to, uh, a plug into overseas manufacturers, you know, who are not going to skate off with your money, you can holler at me as well, you know. Man, that's great advice, man. Thank you for that, brother, man. That, that is great advice. Speaking of music, uh, so what? So what came first? Was it was it the love of clothing or was it the love of music? Well, but that you wanted to pursue. Which came first, music or clothing? Well, you know, the music came first because it wasn't really. A, um, I mean, it wasn't really when 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 I was into the music and and you know aspiring to to doing it do music. Mm-hmm. Wasn't really anybody doing uh, clothing like that, you know, that was close, you know, that I felt like was in my range or I could see, you know, of course, there was a lot of people rapping and doing music and different things like that, you know, so that seemed like it was, it was closer to reach, you know, so it wasn't even thought in my mind to do clothing, you know, when I, when I first wanted to do music, you know, so that definitely came first, the love of music. You know, and, and not until the days of, of um, you know, the Walkerwares, the Fat Farms, the the um, the the, the Rockerware, the Carl Canines, you know, those brands coming up until I realized that, you know, you black people can as well, you know, and we can do something inspirational on that side. And when those black brands started rolling in and knocking off the other brands for that period of time, um, that's what kind of, you know, put me in that niche of, yeah, I want to do some clothes too, okay. you know. So, um, me and my homies, we would, we would, we would get like heat press tees, you know. Um, so when people would, when particular um, icons, we would do icons back then too. We would do just, you know, mm. stuff that we liked, you okay. know. Being from New Orleans, you know, we just do stuff that we liked and put it on a t-shirt, right. you know. And then, you know, they have the culture of putting your dead homie on a t-shirt as well, yeah. you know. So take like. Uh, I think when ODB died and Pun died, mm-hmm. you know, we, we did t-shirts for them, you know, and just rocked it, you know, something that, you know, we did exclusively, you know, so we could have basically clothes that nobody else would have because we wouldn't want to be in the spot, you know, we went from the club or, or, or a party, you know, and you bought your shirt from Macy's or you bought your shirt from the mall and you walk in there. And that three other people or another dude with it on, like, I'm gonna take my shirt off. I'd rather walk a white tee. You know, so <laughs> that kind of inspired more of the clothes of, of me wanting to do my own clothes. Mm-hmm. You understand? And, and our crew just kind of wanted to be a little different, you know, because when the Jersey era came, mm-hmm. you know, you could buy the $300 throwback in the store, yeah. but then you walk in the spot and somebody got it on. So we just started diving into the internet, you know, going to eBay. You know, finding Japanese uh, websites, uh-huh. you know, finding exclusive Air Force Ones, finding um, exclusive jerseys and stuff like that. Because I also worked at Foot Locker, you okay. know, so I have to I little, plug. <laughs> you know, the forces, I, I pretty much could get all the forces I wanted mm-hmm. when they came out, you know what I'm saying, 30% off. Or I could take an older pair, flip them into a newer pair, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. And just rock out like that. So I always had the force. Well, me and the crew, you understand? My brother, you know, Dave, mm-hmm. we always had forces. We always had the top jerseys, you understand? Or, or exclusive jerseys, mm-hmm. you understand? We always had the hat to match. 
You know, so we would always yeah. roll out like that. You know, people would think we sell drugs. And I'm like, no, we don't sell drugs. And I sell, you know, right on you Canal and Bourbon. <laughs> Now that's what's up because I remember, I remember growing up. I always liked. I would go to. I would go to the mall and I would get custom T-shirts made because I I felt the same way. I got tired of. I know I'm probably gonna have the same sneakers on. I'm probably gonna have some Jordans on. Somebody else gonna have Jordans on. The least I can have different is a T-shirt that nobody else is gonna have. So let me make an exclusive one. So I definitely feel you when it comes to that so so you so so at first you was influenced by you know the fubus the rock wears the state property when you've seen hip-hop artists start making their own clothing line you start to look at it like oh i can you know i can do i can you know do the same thing you know what i'm saying that's what's up that's what's up um yeah i definitely yeah i i relate to that i relate to that 100 percent so um to to get back to to the music um i remember actually You've seen you do some uh, do some stuff with, with, with Red Pill. Yeah, um, so, you know, he put out the Red Summer album, which one of the dopest albums of, of last year. Yeah. Um, and just through that whole process, um, that that July to, like, September, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? that album, you know, he ended up with enough, enough music to do two albums. So he released the Red Summer um, album, and then he's gonna release a deluxe. Okay. So I'm on like two cuts. Uh, most likely, I should be on two cuts. I'm not sure. I'm on two cuts, so I don't know how which two he's gonna put on. He's gonna put both of them on there. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure he's gonna put one of them on there because we shot a video. Uh, it's a joint with me, him, and Lizzie Jeff. Okay. That okay. was dope. You know what I'm saying? I've been like salivating, waiting in the background. Like, yeah, you know when that come out. <laughs> me, right. That part. You know, shout out, shout out to Lizzie Jeff. Uh, yeah, definitely shout out to Lizzie Jeff. She definitely was inspiring. We, we know when she she brought her energy through the A, you know what I'm saying, last summer, last fall. You know what I'm saying? That was definitely inspiring and meeting her and um, doing music with them, you know, America Sutton, uh, Sabrina, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, shout you know, back you know, everybody, you know what I'm saying, who, who, who was part of that Red Summer, you know, project, you know, and everybody who's on a deluxe. You know what I'm saying? So when the deluxe come out, you know, we definitely probably gonna, you know, do 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 a little clothing campaign with that as well. We haven't really discussed to top it up, but you know what I'm saying? It's probably something that we're gonna do, uh, some type of collaboration to kinda of push it a little bit farther and, you know, do some do some merch. I mean, I, we got some red summer merch in here right now. Okay. Matter of fact, but with the deluxe we're gonna do some deluxe. Some deluxe merch. <laughs> yeah, that part. <laughs> <laughs> um, also uh, if you if you want family, I actually did a review. I write articles. I did a review of the Red Summer. You click the link in my bio and go to written articles. And Red Summer is up. That's actually the last article I, that I wrote. So yeah, definitely tap into that. That's definitely one of the that's definitely one of the, the dopest albums of 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At plans with the bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. And also. Um, I did the joints with Red, but me and my brother released three albums in, in August as well. Taunty North, okay. you know, under our right to bear arms. Uh, it's an album called Southern Gods. Mm -hmm. Southern, uh, another album called Southern Life. And then uh, I released a little solo EP uh, called Southern Sun. Okay. So y'all know this on all streaming platforms under right to bear arms, right? With a, with a number two, right to bear arms. Mm -hmm. Or you can uh, search uh, 
Pumpkin North, mm-hmm. or you can search Jefferson. And um, it's on all streaming platforms, but I prefer to stream on Tidal because they pay the most. <laughs> Word, Tidal definitely be given, Tidal definitely gives artists the most love. Okay. I'm saying that they paying a lot, but you know, Title pays the most, so I prefer you streaming on Title, but I don't really care. You know, you could you could put it up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's on YouTube. We got a few videos. Uh we we did a video with um Keith Dove. He produced a track called Standing Ovation. Okay. And we wanna do we uh we shot a video last November mm-hmm. that should be coming out pretty soon. Um, directed by KO. KO uh K B. KO. So we got stuff coming up, you know. Um, whenever Red released the deluxe, you know, you'll see me on that with a video. Um, when uh, when the edits are finished for the um, the video that me and my brother shot, um, what's the song called? All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So yeah, but you can listen to the music right now. You can listen to the music right now, and, and um, I also recently did did a few songs with with with. Um, some people from Tampa, the Cover Click, they have a radio station out there, an uh, internet radio station. So That's shout cool. out to that doctor today. So I'm just moving and working, you know. What, what was their name again? The the, the crew in Tampa? Uh, covered, you know. So mm-hmm. it's K B R D. Okay. If you look at the IG, is I am covered. So it's uh A. I mean I A M K V R D. Okay. Sam, you can check them out. You know, Sam. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, man. yeah. I remember seeing a, a couple of clips of you doing, uh, uh, you doing a feature. That might have been a video that that you're alluding to with, with, with Lizzie Jeff. Matter of fact, it probably is because Lizzie Jeff was in it too. So, okay. That's what's up. I, gotta, I mean, it's a few clips out there here and there. You know what I'm saying? We we didn't want to do. I mean, I, we didn't want to do too much. Or I didn't want to do too much. You know, because it's not really out there for people to get. Right. So I just. All that footage and, you know, stuff is kind of held back. You know, I, I listen to it every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? Just to remind myself, yeah, it's going to be lit when it come out. You know, <laughs> but, like, I haven't, I don't think too many people heard it um, yet, you know, but definitely when it gets out to the masses, you'll see it a little bit more push. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, just so, just so it can get heard. Right. But I do think it's one of the dopest songs I've ever been on personally. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to, to hearing that, man. I'm going to definitely tap in to some of your music as well, man. Yeah, I didn't, I, I know that you did music. I didn't know that you were so heavy and, you know what I'm saying, had your own separate things. So that's what's up. That's what's up. I'm going to definitely, uh, definitely tap into that. That's what's up. Shout out to everybody that's in the chat. Thank you for everybody showing your love. Definitely appreciate it. Got the good brother in the building. Uh, as we start to... As we start to wind it down, are there any current influences um, from from like the fashion industry that you that you kind of see that kind of like, or well, well, are there any particular fashion designers that you see that maybe that maybe make you raise your eyebrow like, okay, I see what you're doing, you know what I'm saying? Like, is anybody that you're influenced by currently? Uh, I mean, currently, you know, there's always Virgil. Um, mm. You know, I wish he had his own brand. Mm. Well, he does have Off White, but I don't know. I don't think he fully owns Off White. You know, I'm not sure. Um, but you know, I, I like some of the stuff that he does. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, other than that, um, there's a few black-owned brands. You know, Dashiki Colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got dope stuff. Uh, Kings County. 
Got dope stuff. Wingy Apparel. Um, he got dope stuff. Um, who else? Uh, the Wabia. They got dope shit. Uh, Ra Omar. Um, who else? Uh, yeah. I mean, I think I think that's it. That's pretty much it. You know, there, there's a lot of black dope designers who are who are putting out conscious wares. Yeah. Uh, Veronic. Um, you know, putting out stuff. So, yeah. You know. Those, those the ones I, I, I kind of, you know, stick in my mind, you know, when I see him doing stuff. Also, Homeboy with, with Support Black Colleges, you know, I see him doing a, uh, doing his thing out there, you know, and putting putting this stuff out there and, and making it pop, you know. That's what's up. That, that's definitely, that's definitely what's up. Shout out to all them. Shout out to everybody that's out there doing their thing on the, on, on, on the clothing, on the clothing brand. So, as I said earlier, you know what I'm saying? We all see how our wardrobe is representation of us. We all see how our clothes represent us. So we definitely got to support when when we can support. Um, is there any... You know, you kind of remind me, like, when you were telling your story about uh, how your home is coming up, you kind of remind me kind of have a, a kind of like how Dapper Dan, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and even kind of with your current clothes, you know what I'm saying? How we took, like... How he was taking like the Louis Vuitton and stuff like that and throwing that hip hop element, you know what I'm saying? Like how you throw, you know what I'm saying, taking a sports team and throwing the conscious uh, on that. Have you have you ever heard of the have have you ever heard uh the Dapper Dan comparisons? Uh I mean you're the first one to, to bring the Dapper Dan comparison up. You know, I definitely respect uh what he did. Mm-hmm. You know, he was uh, definitely inspirationist, you know, when you look back at the Rock Him covers. Yeah. And or the, the different you know, um MCs used to rock, you know, the LL Cool days with the customer stuff and you know all that stuff, you know, was definitely inspiration. Yeah. You know, he definitely the OG as far as if you think about hip hop and, and, and fashion, you know, he's he's the OG. Um I haven't heard that comparison, but you know, I definitely take it, you know, it's definitely um a compliment. Yeah, definitely. You know, I definitely mean it. I, I definitely mean it. You know, I wish he had his own Dapper Dan brand too. You right. know, because I, I can't, I can't pull myself to buy any Gucci, even if it is Dapper Dan Gucci. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, he need to be getting the whole bag himself. You know, all right, it's rock Dapper Dan. You know, fuck the Gucci. Facts, facts. I agree with you 100, percent and I definitely meant that as a compliment because you know what I'm saying what you're doing like I you know keep reiterating with the sports teams and and throwing the history in it is such a dope unique blend I, I love it so much I definitely I need to get me a jersey you need to get me your sports you know what I'm saying I just I need I need to tap in uh I need to tap in furthermore with the clothes you got because they all uh super dope so uh before we get out of here um please tell the people where they can find you on the web tell, tell people where they can find your music at tell people where they can find you at tell them about the you know your upcoming pop-up shops and family if you are in the Atlanta area you can definitely tap into the good brother in the west end you know what I'm saying pull up on a brother you know what I'm saying to one of the pop-up shops but uh yeah tell people where they can find you at you know what I'm saying music your next pop-up shop all that so um if you are following my Instagram um which if you're not Everybody who's on the line, everybody who hear this, Definitely. you know, follow the IG, which is A-F-R underscore L-E-T-I-C-S. 
Um, so basically on every post, I put up a pop-up schedule of what I have coming up. I mean, usually I'm popping up at um, Axum Culture on Friday evenings and on Saturday uh, during the day. You know, so that's pretty much steady going to be every week. I'll be doing that. Uh, once a month, I'm going to popping up at uh, Fina Galleries, uh, which is also on the West End, 1531 Ralph David Abernathy Boulevard. It's a little bit further down the road from Axum, which is 1065 Ralph David Abernathy Boulevard. Um, and Axum is right next to Tassili's. Um, So I'm there two days a week, Friday and Saturday. But the monthly pop-up... Um, is, is the last Saturday every month usually. Uh, well, I mean, we did it one time and we're going to do it the second time on the 27th, uh, which is going to be the snow moon. So we're going to do a snow moon Saturday, uh, full moon pop-up. Um, and Tina Guy is actually right across the street from from Slutty Vegan. Okay. You know, so be in line, you know, get nice food. It's Slutty Vegan food. <laughs> we got the DJ out there, DJ E-Light. Uh, we got some vendors over there, and we, you know, we cranking it up, you know. Also, we 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 got that going every last lap, every last um Saturday of the month. Shout out to DJ Naughty. Um, no, definitely shout out DJ Naughty. She's a big supporter as well. Fact. And saying her and beautiful gardener, you know, super shout out to them. And saying she actually was in one of the first uh, photo shoots I did. You know, her and DJ Tuck, shout out to him and shout out to DJ Soul. Okay. Understand? Um, so with the pop-ups, uh, you know, any other any other thing that happens in between those, you know, that I decide to do, I'm, I'm definitely going to put it on uh, put it on my Instagram post. So if you go to my latest Instagram post, it'll have the latest stuff that I'll be doing as far as pop-up wise. And then it's also um, my numbers on every post as well. So if you... Uh, from out of town or, or want to pull up uh, in in Atlanta or pull up on me or you're in Atlanta, you can text me. I'm saying, don't call me. Text me. <laughs> text you know what I'm saying? What you're trying to do. And saying, we'll go from there. You know what I'm saying? So you can, you can do that as well as far as connecting with me. And also, you can hit up the website, www.afr-letics.com. Um, and then as far as my manufacturing, um, I have a website for that. It's www.brownery, B-R-O-W-N-E-R-Y.net. And also I have an IG for that too, which is um, B-R-O-W-N-E-R-Y underscore dot M-F-G. So you can um, hit me up for that on, on uh, as far as manufacturing. Mm-hmm. And then you can call me. I mean, not call, my bad. Text me <laughs> if you want to hit me up about manufacturing this too. So, um, and as far as the music wise, mm-hmm. it's on every streaming platform. Um, like I said before, if you look under Right to Bear Arms, um, with the number, with the number two versus the, the TO, mm-hmm. it's saying Right to Bear Arms, or you can look up Tanti North, which is my brother. He has, you know, some solo projects out there. And you can look up Jefferson, J-E-F-A-S-U-N. And so if you look up any of those things, it should pop up with, with some of our music where you can connect um, with the music. And also I have a, a music page. Me and my brother have a music page for, for, um, for, our, for our record label, um, which we kind of play with, you know, political. You know, we kind of play with political stuff and, and mix it up with hip-hop, you know, on that particular page. But, you know, if you go on that page... 
you know, there's definitely a link to all our YouTube uh, stuff. Okay. I'm saying the YouTube videos we ever, you know, put out and all the music we ever put out. Um, shout out to uh, to L, one of the producers who, who uh, put out some albums with us as well. Shout out to Huey P. And rest in peace to my homies that I rap with that died recently. Um, Pac and Nat Burner. Rest in power to those uh, brothers. I think that's everything, maybe. Yes. Uh, Rest in power to those good brothers. Um, I man, I definitely, I definitely want to pull up uh, to to Atlantis and uh, if I can get into one of those photo shoots, man, I, I love to. I would love to rep the brand. I love what you got going on. I appreciate you for taking the time to tap into the Richie Moon Show tell your story about, you know what I'm saying? I, I was very interested to, to hear your story about, you know what I'm saying, why you decided to start the clothing line, the origins of the clothing line, you know what I'm saying, what were some of your inspirations of that? So these are things that I was very interested in myself and finding out. So thank you once again for coming on to the Richie Moon Show. Family, go tap into that brother with all his music he got going on, to his brother's music. You see he got the pop-up shops going on. He got the website popping. He got the he got a distributing site going on. His brother didn't give you, and he gave you some game about how to start your clothing line, get your LLC and all that. And if you and, and if you need a distributor, you can go holler at the brother right there. Um, and like I said, and if you're in the West End, you're in the uh, Atlantis area, definitely text the brother, text him, pull up on him. He got pop-up shops going on uh, throughout the week, throughout the month. With that being said, uh, this has been my Jess, my good, this has been my guest, my good guy Jeff from Athletics, the first conscious sports brand where go tag, go tap into him with everything he's got going on. Uh, this has been Richie Moon from the Richie Moon Show where high-level conversations and observations are the new normal. Jeff, you got anything left to say to people before we tap out? Um, no, shout out to you for bringing me on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I didn't press screen record, so hopefully you press screen record. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is going to be, uh, so yeah, this is going to be on YouTube. I'm going to put this on okay. YouTube tomorrow, and then this is also going to be a podcast. So yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Appreciate that. You know, I'll definitely be reposting and, and posting it. I'm saying I appreciate you bringing me on. No problem. You know, and, and everybody tapping. You know, Athletics, the world's first conscious sportswear brand. Right. Oh, actually, before, before, to, to close this out, to close this out. So um, this is actually a segment that I, uh, actually Billionaire PA inspired. So, um, you know, for, for those who don't know, his, 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 one of his taglines is to speak your dreams into existence. So my good brother Jeff, to close this out, can you please speak your dreams into existence? Whatever that may, whatever they might, whatever that might be. Just go ahead. I want you to take this time and speak your dreams into existence to close the interview out. Okay, so um, you know, one of my goals is to definitely get a a, a independent spot um, to to sell the clothes out of. Um, Somewhere in Atlanta, West End. Um, that's what that's 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 the goal, you know. This year, you know, we're trying to get that done. I mean, we're aiming to get that done this year. Right. You know, something we can sell our clothes out of a nice little spot. You know, we can pump out of, and we can make it, you know, home and make it a, a destination for people from out of town, for people from in town. Uh, you know, if the funds are where they, where they need to be. 
then it can be a whole museum type of marathon store vibe, you know, where we can scan and tag and Novichar start talking to you about the Haitian Revolution, you know, or we have, like, artifacts from from the Dogons, you know, sitting next to the Dogon jersey, um, like that. So that's that's the dream right there, you know, that's, that's the... Peace.